Hey guys, welcome to Learn Feng Shui, where you'll learn Feng Shui from a classical point of view, taking out the myth and superstition. If you like weekly tips as well as fun folklore tales, you'll enjoy learning Feng Shui with me. Hey guys, today I'm bringing you the legend of Paiyu. Hey guys, go check out the events page on my website following the link below. Um, all the workshops, which are totally free and really gonna be geared towards more beginning feng shui. Um, in May is the eight sectors. June, July, August, and September, we'll all be looking at forms, forms for your external feng shui, forms for setting up a bedroom, forms for your kitchen, and forms for your office. So it'll be super easy and a really easy, good place to start with feng shui. Uh, and if you wanna know how to time your feng shui, go check out the Feng Shui Club features, which is the paid monthly subscription description. You have access to weekly calls and all the jazz and um, the recordings will be available for subscribers. So you'll be able to go back if you can't join live. So anyway, I love you. Go check it out. guys so the legend of Paiyu um, out of all of the folklore symbols and all kinds of stuff um, he's actually one that I own and keep on my desk um, not for the symbolism but really just because I think he's so cute um, me and my husband in 2018 went to Singapore for the Joey Yap Feng Shui um, Academy. And when we were there, of course, we went shopping. And of course, they have all sorts of um, little, you know, items, tokens, feng shui geared things. But when we were at a jade like shop, I guess, in the middle of an alley somewhere, I came across a little jade Paiyu and I just thought he was so cute. So now he lives on my desk with me. With that being said, let's kind of jump into it and I'll describe what he looks like and why he's my favorite. So Paiyu, or sometimes called Piyu, is one of the five auspicious animals of traditional Chinese culture. The other four are, are the dragon, the phoenix, the turtle, and the kailin. Remember, the kailin is the Chinese unicorn. The Chinese people call it a fortune beast, and it's a lion-looking beast that has the head of a dragon, the body of a horse, and the legs of the kailin, and it's able to fly. Um, although usually in depictions, the wings are kind of carved into it. They're never like open, so I uh, don't know why. The Paiyu is both ferocious and powerful, so it's able to work as a security guard of heaven, resisting demons and ghosts. Just like the dragon and the kailin, the Paiyu is said to bring happiness and good luck for people and has that exercising function, so he's able, of course, to drive out those ghosts and demons. What is different from the Kailin is that the Paiyu is a ferocious animal and has a strong will and is protecting its master. That is the very reason many Chinese people wear jade Paiyus. And it's very true. Um, and even not just Chinese, but they're very big in Asian culture. I know I went to a nail shop and um, the gentleman that was giving me my pedicure, um, he's Vietnamese, but I asked him where he got his bracelet because he had the most beautiful white jade uh, bracelet with a golden Paiyu in it. And I just thought, wow, that's, I, I, I want that. Like I was jealous. <laughs> and so if you Google um, like Paiyu bracelet, it's spelled P-I-X-I-U. Um, if you Google like Jade bracelet, um, that you will definitely see him and you'll be like, oh gosh, I know what that looks like. A lot of times he's mistaken for a food dog or maybe like a dragon because he kind of, he kind of resembles that. Um, the difference is he'll have a little horn on his head. 
So the Paiyu has 26 figures and 49 incarnations. And as Chinese mythology says, the Paiyu is a dragon king's ninth son. So gold, silver, and jewels and all other treasures were Paiyu's staple food. And that gives Paiyu a noble temperament, which helped him win the love of the Jade Emperor and the dragon king. So one day, maybe because he had eaten too much, he actually released his bowels um, on the courts of the, G the Jade Emperor's palace. And uh, the angry emperor beat him and removed, he actually removed his anus, it says. And so when the news spread among the Chinese people, they regarded Paiyu as an auspicious animal that helped them in making fortunes. And I've also heard it helped them, they say it helps them keep a fortune because of that quality of holding in uh, the gold after he's eaten it, you know, it stays in his, his body. Like a big piggy bank, I guess. It says here that feng shui experts say that Paiyu can protect homes, exercise devils, raise fortune and power for their masters. So there's a saying goes that says, touch a Paiyu once and you will get luck, twice and you will get money and treasure, and on the third time you will get a power position. So I think I'm about to touch mine three times, guys. Um, usually there are three materials that the Paiyu is made out of, copper, wood, and jade. Uh, copper is relatively cheap and it mimics gold. Um, wood was traditionally used in sculpting Paiyu figures on the jost of big houses to keep out the bad luck. So I guess like the food dogs, they would actually um, carve these wooden figures onto the the jost of the home, you know? And it says in recent years, various kinds of jade have been used in Paiyu sculpting. But no matter what Paiyu is made from, it's almost the same power in raising fortunes, it says. But traditionally, according to feng shui experts, according to this website, <laughs> um, the copper Paiyus placed in eight directions have the strongest powers. So one peculiarity of the Paiyu is that if the master has violated the law, it will not work on him anymore. So I guess there's some things you can't do. Let's, let's look at that. Before I move on to the faux pas of placing a Paiyu or offending Paiyu, um, I want to address something I just said. So it says here that, um, you know, that feng shui experts usually say that a copper Paiyu placed in the eight directions have a strong power. Um, this is because one of the thoughts within feng shui and placing symbols, especially these traditional symbols out, is that the Paiyu is said to appease the Grand Duke or the Tai Soi of the year. Remember the Tai Soi or Grand Duke is just the area in your home that governs the animal sign of the year. So this year it's in a Northeast one and it's governed by the animal sign of ox because it's the year of the ox. It's also said that if you yourself have an animal sign that clashes with the year or you know yourself that have the animal sign of the ox that you can wear the Paiyu for protection but it's supposed to literally just bring protection and appease what is known as the Grand Duke or the Thai Soy. Um, the reason for metal is because it actually is supposed to um, control the energies that are coming in. Remember everything is just those five elements. I believe Jupiter's the element of wood which would actually clash the um, the metal, but for some reason, they kind of talk about controlling it uh, as it's an earth element. I don't know. Um, that's something I'm really not too familiar with, but I do know the metal is actually supposed to control um, the energy of the Grand Duke. Um, again, I wouldn't really put too much thought into it or too much stock into that because to add a metal cure or a metal... Um, 
adjustment to your home, it really does have to be a larger amount of metal. A small little metal statue is not enough metal uh, to have the actual element added to your home. So here, this more kind of governs the placement of a Paiyu. Um, in this case, you would probably be treating him more as a sort of deity or a helper, um, which I'm totally on board with, if that's what you would like to do. But when you, you I think you should really regard him also. So I, I don't think it's just something you should just throw somewhere. Um, it says taboos in positioning a Paiyu um, indoors. So first of all, you do not want to point his head directly to the door um, because the front door it says is the precinct of another god. Second, you don't want to put it towards a mirror because the light from the mirror will make Paiyu feel nervous. And third, you don't want to put it uh, against your head, I guess, when you're sleeping probably, because it's said to, it's believed to do yourself harm. So I will say this, um, pretty much for altar placement, it's kind of the same thing. You don't want your altar directly facing out of a door, mirrors, um, because it's a little bit of just a clash in the energy there. So um, whatever placement you follow for altar deities, which I have a whole podcast on somewhere, uh, if you look through, um, you, you can find one for altar placement. I would follow when you're placing a Paiyu out. So to bring this to a close, it says in Chinese mythology, the dragon king had nine children and um, Pai Yu, of course, was amongst them. Dragons are believed to have supernatural powers in changing weather, ruling oceans, and it's very naturally that all the suns are also powerful. So in turn, Pai Yu is also powerful. In Chinese people's minds, dragons are a symbol of power and dignity, and that is also one reason why Chinese call themselves the descendants of the dragons. And that article is from visitbeijing.com. And here it also says uh, Beijing tourism. But either way, I'll put the link down below in the notes. To support the podcast, be sure to subscribe, leave a review, and share with your family and friends who you think may be interested, especially if you found this content useful. To learn more about feng shui and Chinese metaphysics, follow the link to the website below.